Good morning. This is Daily Office, Morning Prayer, Rite 2, from the Episcopal Book of Common Prayer. I am your friend, Jacob, and our readings today, are, or this morning, are Psalms 146 and 147, Micah 6, 1 through 8, 1 Corinthians 4, 9 through 16, and Matthew 15, 21 through 28. We begin on page 78 of the Book of Common Prayer. Thus says the High and Lofty One who inhabits eternity, whose name is Holy. I dwell in the high and holy place, and also with the One who has a contrite and humble spirit, to revive the spirit of the humble and to revive the heart of the contrite. We continue with the confession of sin. Dearly beloved, we have come together in the presence of Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, to set forth His praise to hear his holy word, and to ask for ourselves and on behalf of others those things that are necessary for our life and our salvation, and so that we may prepare ourselves in heart and mind to worship him, let us kneel in silence, and with penitent and obedient hearts confess our sins, that we may obtain forgiveness by his infinite goodness and mercy. Most merciful God, we confess that we have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed, by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. We are truly sorry and we humbly repent. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us and forgive us. That we may delight in your will and walk in your ways, to the glory of your name. Amen. Almighty God, have mercy on us. Forgive us all our sins through our Lord Jesus Christ. Strengthen us in all goodness, and by the power of the Holy Spirit, keep us in eternal life. Amen. Lord, open our lips and our mouth shall proclaim your praise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. The mercy of the Lord is everlasting. Come, let us adore him. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving and raise a loud shout to him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God and a great king above all gods. In his hand are the caverns of the earth and the heights of the hills are his also. The sea is his for he made it and his hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us bow down and bend the knee and kneel before the Lord our maker. For he is our God and we are the people of his pasture and the sheep of his hand. Oh, that today you would hearken to his voice. The mercy of the Lord is everlasting. Come, let us adore him. Psalms 146, followed immediately by Psalm 147. Praise the Lord. 
Praise the Lord, O my soul. I will praise the Lord as long as I live. I will sing praises to my God all my life long. Do not put your trust in princes, in mortals in whom there is no help. When their breath departs, they return to the earth. On that very day, their plans perish. Happy are those whose help is the God of Jacob, whose hope is in the Lord their God, who made heaven and earth, the sea and all that is in them, who keeps faith forever, who executes justice for the oppressed, who gives food to the hungry. The Lord sets the prisoners free. The Lord opens the eyes of the blind. The Lord lifts up those who are bowed down. The Lord loves the righteous. The Lord watches over the strangers, but upholds the orphan and the widow. He upholds the orphan and the widow, but the way of the wicked he brings to ruin. The Lord will reign forever. Your God, O Zion, for all generations. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. How good it is to sing praises to our God, for he is gracious, and a song of praise is fitting. The Lord builds up Jerusalem. He gathers the outcasts of Israel. He heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. He determines the number of the stars. He gives to all of them their names. Great is our Lord and abundant in power. His understanding is beyond measure. The Lord lifts up the downtrodden. He casts the wicked to the ground. Sing to the Lord with thanksgiving. Make melody to our God on the lyre. He covers the heavens with clouds, prepares rain for the earth, makes grass grow on the hills. He gives to the animals their food and to the young ravens when they cry. His delight is not in the strength of the horse, nor his pleasure in the speed of a runner. But the Lord takes pleasure in those who fear him, in those who hope in his steadfast love. Praise the Lord, O Jerusalem. Praise your God, O Zion. For he strengthens the bars of your gates. He blesses your children within you. He grants peace within your borders. He fills you with the finest of wheat. He sends out his command to the earth. His word runs swiftly. He gives snow like wool. He scatters frost like ashes. He hurls down hail like crumbs. Who can stand before his cold? He sends out his word and melts them. He makes his wind blow and the waters flow. He declares his word to Jacob, his statutes and ordinances to Israel. He has not dealt thus with any other nation. They do not know his ordinances. Praise the Lord. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and shall be forever. Amen. A reading from Micah, chapter 6, verses 1 through 8. Hear what the Lord says. Rise, plead your case before the mountains, and let the hills hear your voice. Hear, you mountains, the controversy of the Lord, and you enduring foundations of the earth. For the Lord has a controversy with his people, and he will contend with Israel. O oh, my people, what have I done to you? And what have I wearied you? Answer me. For I brought you up from the land of Egypt, and redeemed you from the house of slavery. And I sent before you Moses, Aaron, and Miriam. O oh, my people, remember now what King Balak of Moab devised, what Balaam son of Beor answered him. 
and what happened from Shittim to Gigal, that you may know the saving acts of the Lord. With what shall I come before the Lord and bow myself before God on high? Shall I come before him with burnt offerings, with calves a year old? Will the Lord be pleased with thousands of rams, with ten thousands of rivers of oil? Shall I give my firstborn for my transgression, the fruit of my body for the sin of my soul? He has told you, O mortal, what is good. And what does the Lord require of you? But to do justice, and to love kindness, and to walk humbly with your God. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness in the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A reading from 1 Corinthians, chapter 4, verses 9-16. through 16. For I think that God has exhibited us apostles as last of all, as though sentenced to death, because we have become a spectacle to the world, to angels and to mortals. We are fools for the sake of Christ, but you are wise in Christ. We are weak, but you are strong. You are held in honor, but we in disrepute. To the present hour we are hungry and thirsty. We are poorly clothed and beaten and homeless, and we grow weary from the work of our own hands. When reviled, we bless. When persecuted, we endure. When slandered, we speak kindly. We have become like the rubbish of the world, the dregs of all things, to this very day. I am not writing this to make you ashamed, but to admonish you as my beloved children. For though you might have 10,000 guardians in Christ, you do not have many fathers. Indeed, in Christ Jesus, I became your father through the gospel. I appeal to you then, be imitators of me. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. You are God. We praise you. You are the Lord. We acclaim you. You are the eternal father. All creation worships you. To you, all angels, all the powers of heaven, cherubim and seraphim, sing in endless praise. Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory. The glorious company of apostles praise you. The no noble fellowship of prophets praise you. The white-robed army of martyrs praise you. Throughout the world, the holy church acclaims you. Father of majesty unbounded, 
your true and only Son, worthy of all worship, and the Holy Spirit, advocate and guide. You, Christ, are the King of glory, the eternal Son of the Father. When you became man to set us free, you did not shun the virgin's womb. You overcame the sting of death and opened the kingdom of heaven to all believers. You are seated at God's right hand in glory. We believe that you will come and be our judge. Come then, Lord, and help your people, bought with the price of your own blood, and bring us with your saints to glory everlasting. The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, according to Matthew. Glory to you, Lord Christ. Matthew chapter 15, verses 21 through 28. Jesus left that place and went away to the district of Tyre and Sidon. Then, just then, a Canaanite woman from that region came out and started shouting, Have mercy on me, Lord, son of David. My daughter is tormented by a demon. But he did not answer her at all. And his disciples came and urged him, saying, Send her away, for she keeps shouting after us. He answered, I was sent only to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. But she came and knelt before him, saying, Lord, help me. He answered, It is not fair to take the children's food and throw it to the dogs. She said, Yes, Lord. Yet even the dogs eat the crumbs that fall from their master's table. Then Jesus answered her, Woman, great is your faith. Let it be done for you as you wish. And her daughter was healed instantly. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ. We continue with the Apostles' Creed on page 96. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you, and also with you. Let us pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins, as we forgive those who sin against us. Save us from the time of trial, and deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. We will use suffrages set A on page 97. Show us your mercy, O Lord, and grant us your salvation. Clothe your ministers with righteousness. Let your people sing with joy. Give peace, O Lord, in all the world, for only in you can we live in safety. Lord, keep this nation under your care and guide us in the way of justice and truth. Let your way be known upon earth, your saving health among all nations. 
Let not the needy, O Lord, be forgotten, nor the hope of the poor be taken away. Create in us clean hearts, O God, and sustain us with your Holy Spirit. O God, you make us glad with the weekly remem remembrance of the glorious resurrection of your Son, our Lord. Give us this day such blessing through our worship of you, that the week to come may be spent in your favor. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Almighty and everlasting God, by whose spirit the whole body of your faithful people is governed and sanctified, receive our supplications and prayers which we offer before you for all members of your holy church, that in their vocation and ministry they may truly and devoutly serve you. Through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Now is the time when we talk a little bit about the readings and then we have personal prayer time. I'm going to read to you from Hearts on Fire again. Um, I think I really want to focus in one place today, and that is our reading from Micah. Particularly, it is verse 8, and we were in chapter 6, if you recall. He has told you, O mortal, what is good. And what does the Lord require of you but to do justice and to love kindness and to walk humbly with your God? And this is coming after verses in which the author asks, you know, what, what can he do? What can he bring God? What can he sacrifice? And he lists all these things that I think it is very human to think of, of sacrificing. I know in in um, my life, when I've been convicted of something that I've I've done, either to the Lord or another person, my human instinct is to want to make that up, right? I want to make it right. And how do we make it right before the Lord? Burnt offerings, thousands of rams, rivers of oil. Shall I give my firstborn for my transgression, the fruit of my body for the sin of my soul? It's verse 7. I think that that particular piece I want to dwell on for just a minute Um I think that we do that. I think we sacrifice our children for our sins. And I don't mean that in a literal way, although I know that there are um, extreme cases. And of course, those are terrible. But I mean more in a figurative way. When we, and I think, you know, mental health professionals would say that um, we're talking about breaking or continuing the cycle here, right? And to continue the cycle would be to visit the sins that our parents committed with us upon our children. Or if, if the word sin is um, difficult for you, the ha bad habits or the abuses or the incorrect ways, right? If our parents hit us, we are however many thousands of times more likely to hit our kids, right? And we can pendulum swing the other direction too, where if we were abused as children, we want to never lay a hand on our children, right? And we strive for this ideal of perfection that is completely unattainable. But any of this, I think, is focusing on um, the 
the wrong ideal, even if we look at our human parents as the example to follow or not follow, our eyes should be fixed on God and following him as the example. And focusing on our sin or our parents' sin and either continuing it because it's all that we know or is this, I believe, this verse um, speaks to me particularly, focusing on um, the opposite of that sin. How, how do we do the opposite? And, and either way, I think our children become sacrifices to generational sin. And it, if that sounds a little bit odd, you know, you can throw it away. You don't have to listen to it. But that did speak to me um, that when we focus on anything other than Lord, when we focus on how do we address the sin, how do we make up for the sin out of our humanity, we've got our eyes in the wrong place. All that God wants, and I wrote this in big bold letters in my journal, right, is for us to do justice and to love kindness and to walk humbly with our God. Anything else is focusing in the wrong place. It's kind of like the greatest commandment is love, right? And that that means so much, and it's much more difficult to do than it is to read, right? Doing justice, like that's tough in practicality. Loving kindness, also tough in a culture that loves toughness, <laughs> for lack of repetitiveness. And walking humbly with our God. God desires us to be in relationship with him. But this particular verse gave me a place to refocus my efforts um, both with parenting, because we've been talking about that for a minute, and with the way that I relate to the world, and especially with the way that where I put my energies, right? Because when we are convicted that we've been doing wrong, and there's a difference between conviction and guilt too, but we're not going to get into that here. Um, our temptation is totally to focus on the sin, but he, this gives me a place to refocus my energies so that my mistakes can be used or my lessons, right? I think I've told you guys before, I have a good friend that um, says there are no mistakes, only lessons. So that the lessons propel me in the direction of goodness and transformation and healing and wholeness and toward the Lord. So I will leave you with that. May we focus our efforts, energies, and sight on doing justice, loving kindness, and walking humbly with our God. In the holy name of Jesus Christ, amen. So this is the next prayer in the Hearts on Fire, Praying with Jesuits book, which was edited by Michael Harder. Soul of Christ, it's found on page three of that book. Soul of Christ, Jesus, may all that is you flow into me. May your body and blood be my food and drink. May your passion and death be my strength and life. Jesus, with you by my side, enough has been given. May the shelter I seek be the shadow of your cross. Let me not run from the love which you offer, but hold me safe from the forces of evil. On each of my dyings, shed your light and your love. Keep calling to me until that day comes, when with your saints I may praise you forever. Amen. That was written by David Fleming. 
and it's a contemporary paraphrase of the Anima Christi, which was a favorite prayer of St. Ignatius. Let's pause for a moment here and include our personal prayers. I'll be right back. We continue with the general thanksgiving on page 101. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, your unworthy servants, give you humble thanks for all your goodness and loving kindness to us and to all whom you have made. We bless you for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life but above all for your immeasurable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And, we pray, give us such an awareness of your mercies that with truly thankful hearts we may show forth your praise, not only with our lips but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to your service and by walking before you in holiness and righteousness all our days, through Jesus Christ, our Lord, to whom with you and the Holy Spirit be honor and glory throughout all ages. Amen. Almighty God, you have given us grace at this time with one accord to make our common supplication to you. And you have promised through your well-beloved Son that when two or three are gathered together in his name, you will be in the midst of them. Fulfill now, O Lord, our desires and petitions as may be best for us granting us in this world knowledge of your truth, and in the age to come life everlasting. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Glory to God whose power working in us can do infinitely more than we can ask or imagine. Glory to him from generation to generation in the church, and in Christ Jesus forever and ever. Amen. We live without fear, for our Creator has made us holy, has always protected us, and loves us as a good mother loves her children. We go in peace to follow the good road, and may God's blessing be with us always. Amen.